I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back because it's time for the podcast. Okay, Wicked, welcome to Hip Hop... I can't believe I said Wicked. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that, was a good, that was a good intro. Sick, sick. <laughs> yeah, that was bad, a good intro. Bad things are guan on the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. Listen, I am properly excited today because we are joined by... DJ Mad Nice and Verb T from the Four Hours. How you doing, guys? Blah, blah. Very good. How are you? you good? Really good, man. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us, man. I'm properly massive fan, man. Like, what you do is amazing. So thank you for coming on. No, I appreciate you having us, man. Not everyone's trying to get us on, so... You know I, I mean, I've got love for that. I've got love for the podcast as well. Oh, you cheers. know what I mean? Yeah, man. Just the whole hip-hop saved my life. Actually dedicating your time to showing love to hip-hop. I'm a lifelong hip-hop lover, so it means something to me. You know? Thank you, man. Well, it's, uh, you know, we don't get paid for it, do we, really? No, just do it. I certainly don't. In fact, it's running at a fucking loss, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, um, with, yeah, there is some big overheads. Hold on, isn't this drink champs? <laughs> <laughs> Help yourself to water. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Part of the reason we're so excited to have you on is, like, basically, I think people... Okay, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to make a generalisation here, but I think that a lot of people don't realise how vibrant the UK hip-hop scene is because what yeah. they, I think mm. what they assume is is that UK hip-hop, because grime has got so big as it has done, I think people's perception is is that that's where it's moved now. But actually, with what you guys are doing, and actually there's an amazing scene, isn't it? It's still there, bubbling, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. It's, it's still so underground, which is weird because when you look at... Say someone like Ocean Wisdom is yeah. really doing big numbers, getting big people come to his shows. Our, our group, the Four Hours, you yeah. know, we're playing all over Europe. We're about to go on tour to Australia. There's a massive worldwide audience, like through what's, I guess, through YouTube, finding out about it that way. Just this various social network sites is where it all kind of came from. That and the festival circuit, yeah. And those aren't things that are easily identifiable on like TV or something yeah. so like to, to a wider population it might appear like the scene's not really popping off but it really is um, what is uh, how did you sort of how did 4 hours come about because it's sort of kind of I mean if, if for those of you that haven't seen the videos they've got the masks on and all this kind of stuff it's like a it's a concept thing isn't it in a way yeah I mean the funny thing about the masks though really because a lot of people see it and think oh it's, it's like an image or gimmick right, thing, right, but, right. but the funny thing is because we were all solo artists before that it was the, the whole reason of the mask was to hide 
obviously people still knew it was us if they're fans of our music yeah. they know our voice but it's just to take it away from it's not like Verb T, Leaf Dog and Flip Tricks and BVA yeah. it's the four hours it's yeah. just to make that whole thing separate from our solo careers yeah, yeah. So, and, but yeah we just know each other I've known Flips for a long time like before High Focus existed and then after it came about I met Leaf Dog and BVA and it kind of happened by accident we were just jamming and making songs and it just it just came about like that so it just naturally happened that you came with this yeah yeah, yeah. I mean kind of, it's, <laughs> you know we're friends and we rap together anyway we made songs together and um, I think Leaf Dog came up with the name and said let's do an album yeah. and at first it was like a side project and then it just kind of blew up into something a lot bigger um, and how did the whole thing with like what's the high focus like whenever you look whenever people talk about UK but they say that high focus is sort of the most exciting sort of collective or the label or whatever we're coming out with stuff how did that all come about um, again, it's, it came about from a group of friends, like doing songs together, knowing each other from the festival circuit. Um, and then as Flip Tricks is the head of it all, he, mm -hmm. he's the one that kind of started the started off High Focus as a label. And um, it's just, it, again, it's something that it was, it's never planned in exactly the way it happened. Right. We just wanted to make good music and play shows and we got such a good response, it just grew. As the demand grew, Flip Tricks is business head clicked into motion and we just moved with it we've had a similar journey with this podcast <laughs> in what way well i tell you well in the way that we did one and then a year and later we, we thought we should probably do another yeah. one yeah. yeah yeah so we you know we were relating here yeah and yeah. mad nice how did you get involved in it um i was i used to do shows with flip tricks back in like the early 2000s maybe yeah. even late 90s no early 2000s i think um and then, yeah, I focused. Well, actually, I used to go to school with Verbs. Well, no, I went to school with Flip Tricks, and then I went to school with Verbs after that. We didn't actually know each other. Yeah, we didn't know each other at school. Did you get yeah. on? We we would have got on, but like we had a couple of mutual friends. You were a year above me, yeah. Yeah, like you know how it is. You just have your group. I was just off. Yeah. Miss, miss half the day. Yeah, but in about stolen. 2004, me and Flip Tricks did a show in uh, Clapham, and you were on the bill as well. We were supporting you, I think. And uh, you yeah, came out right. of the toilet, and I was I was going, and I saw you, and I was like. Didn't you used to go to my school? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what are you doing here? You're like, I'm verb T. Like, you're look, verb T. <laughs> now look where we are. <laughs> when you're sort of pushing something that you feel is sort of, you're pushing, you're getting popularity elsewhere and you're doing tours and stuff like that and you feel like, you know, maybe it's not as 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 big as you want it to be because obviously what you're producing is incredible and it's like so exciting hearing what you guys are coming out with it really is like brilliant stuff man and like is it do you get so frustrated to the point you think shit I don't know if I can do this anymore or, or like or do you feel like you're getting enough sort of from it that you, it keeps you going or keeps you in it um I, for me it's just what is all I want to do you right. know what I mean I, I don't really give a, a damn about any of that anymore I used to really get frustrated that it wasn't reaching certain levels but you know, the more work I've put in and the more I've trusted that this is what I do, the more good that's come from it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm in my 30s now. I've been going... My first record came out in 1999. You know, yeah. I've had so many years where fuck all was happening, but I never stopped loving making music. And it's just come round to now where we've got a proper platform for it and people are mm. recognising it. And in a way, it's like it's almost like being proved right if you want to get petty about it. Like, ah-ha, <laughs> see? I know it'll come right eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like... Shit, I don't know. It's just what I do. Like, it's yeah. just what I do. So I, I try to put all the negative shit out of my head and just create 
Has it um has it picked up recently? Have you seen a spike in like your popularity recently? I then? think the last like four or five years. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the hours the four hours is the thing in my personal career. When the four hours really took off, that's when my career really took off to a point where yeah. it's like, okay, this is serious now. Um uh, and then since then the labels just got bigger every year. Mm-hmm. Every year. And I, I think Ocean Wisdom is like another spike in that. Yeah. In, in within high focus, like you had Dirty Dyke, Leaf Dog, Flip Tricks, yeah. Then the four hours took it to another level. And I think Ocean Wisdom is helping take it to that next level now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because he's doing some real good things. Real smooth, real ice true. I was in the booth with Dyke, you was in the night. I was selling out a show, you was in the onesie. Ketamine, you stiff and got you clumsy. Swear that red, I hate the way I move. Real smooth, real icy. You was watching Hollyoaks and I was in the library. Now I'm getting Gwalanos, the man that one despise me. Swear that I'm booking wizards, getting prized. So pricey. And how long has Ocean Wisdom been going? Is he? Man, I don't know. He's a young man. He's like, he's like 21 or so, right? Is 22, he? maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is, man. He is. Um, he's around 21, 22. Or well, Chaos 93, so he's born in 93. Oh, there you go. And is Ocean his real name? Yeah, Ocean Wisdom, real name. Wow. No gimmicks. You can't not be a, an entertainment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. You can't be Blessed a bank club. Name as well. <laughs> Fucking ocean wisdom, isn't it? <laughs> you know and what do you think of um, what do you think of American hip hop? Like, are you, like okay. The reason I'm asking is whenever you watch, like, say for example, when you w- look at comments on your videos and stuff like that, right? A lot of people say this is what I wish that American hip hop was doing, and American hip hop has moved away from what I love about hip hop, and these people are doing what I think represents hip hop to me. What what's your opinions on sort of American hip hop and sort of in relation to what you guys are doing? I mean, I think with those comments, the way I take it to mean is that we're clearly inspired by like the 90s boom bap era of hip hop. Mm. And for a lot of people, that is their favorite shit. And that's what they want to hear. That is the sound of hip hop to them. And what's being made now, like, well, I mean, there's still people making that style of hip hop. But what's getting the most light, uh, new types of hip hop, maybe that take it in different directions. Also, there's the trend of what people call mumble rappers, you know, that <laughs> yeah. you know, have like the same sort of the same drums with like weird synth sound. I mean, I, I'm a hip hop fan, so I listen to everything. I love what's going on in America, but my heart is always going to be in the boom bap stuff. So yeah. I think for the fans, they that say that, they're just saying it because they want it to sound how it used to sound. Right. And it's moving away from that. And, you know, I, I think I think it's cool. I think it's always going to be kept alive, though, because the art of, you know, chopping up breaks and you know using drum machines and stuff it's never really going to go away there's always going to be people that want to actually express themselves rather than just make a catchy hook Mm. so i think both have their place you know i I, i'm not really mad at anyone for creating in the way they want to but uh, you know i'm just glad that there's an audience for what we're doing but i think that uk hip-hop is a lot more relatable than american hip-hop yeah Especially, well, obviously to the UK audience. Yeah, yeah. Well, particularly now, I think, like, being... I think UK hip-hop's funnier. Like, do you know, yeah. like, in terms of, it's like... It's got a better sense of humour. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, like I think US hip-hop, We, t- you know, we've talked about this before, but, like, US hip-hop used to be, I think rappers were, like, really funny, right? Like, you could, you, you could imagine, like, people being comedians, mm. like some of these rappers, like the punchlines mm. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Biggie had a wicked sense exactly, of humour, Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And I don't think... I think that's it's moved away from that a bit now, whereas with UK hip-hop, 
like you know with yourselves and like like Dirty Dyke like Return of the Twat that whole album <laughs> is like hilarious right? yeah. like, it's so funny and it's still funny like so it's more of I just think it's more you see the thing if you use Dirty Dyke as an, as an example the thing I like about him is that he says this wild outlandish stuff and can make people laugh and he's genuinely really funny but he's also really fucking intelligent and I think yeah. it's that mixture of intelligence and humour so it's like you can laugh at yourself but then it's like when when you make someone laugh at you, then when you talk seriously, sometimes they're like shit. They stop and like, well, you know, they actually pay real close attention to the yeah. serious point you're making as well. And I think from the messages we get from the people that are massive high focus fans, it's something that it's like people see it as something that's really important in their lives. That music that speaks to them, yeah. and that's how I feel about music. So I really relate to what those people are saying because when I grew up, like. If I was depressed, I'd put on a Mob Deep album and get even extra depressed. Mm. But it, you, you, you know what I mean? You work your way through it. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that prodigy sounds like he's in pain. I can relate to that right there. I don't know. I quite like, because um, like, I'm on tour at the moment and I've got like, I have hip hop on as the music when the audience are coming in. And somebody tweeted me the other day going, I'm sat next to this elderly couple and Return of the Twat has just come. I've been sniffing drugs and writing raps all on my own again. My nose has bled and everything I know is screaming, go to bed. A 50-50 balance, ask an audience to phone my friends. I'm talking to an open drawer, drawing pins and frozen pens. Spider-graphs are forming in the forts within my broken head. Lately I'm a slave to cope or maybe I'm just so depressed. Either way I've rearranged the demons in my leaky brain and tried to speak the truth on every beat. And never seem insane. Have the same song every time. Basically, as the the doors open like 45 minutes before the show starts. So as they're coming in to sit down, I'll have like hip hop playing like as they're coming in to sit down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's a hip hop playlist. (laughs) Do you think they notice? Do you think that elderly couple actually notices, or do you think it's background noise? That's just. I don't know. The thing is, I like it to be like. um, I like them to feel like it's. I don't want it to be background music. I actually want. I ask them to put it up loud enough so that people are aware of it, and have, and, and so it makes you feel like you're at a show. Yeah. Right? yeah, but, yeah. But to me, the other thing I think is when you've got all sorts of people coming in, I just think it's funny that an elderly couple have to listen to Return of the Twat. <laughs> like, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, it's just funny to, to, yeah. to think, because he actually tweeted me going, they look absolutely appalled. But like, but like because of like some of the stuff that he's saying in the song. But I just like that. I just think it's fun, do you know what I mean? Like to have a, a hip hop playlist. And then you yeah. know that there's this like wide cross section of people yeah. that are being forced to listen to what mm. you like. It's I can tell of... you now, I bet Dirty Dyke will absolutely love that. <laughs> there's an elderly woman like to her husband, what does make the bean clap mean? <laughs> <laughs> he just said Google He it. said penis rocket <laughs> popping off to where? <laughs> Is he grabbing his lamb dagger? What the yeah. <laughs> Strangling what? <laughs> I love that. So what stuff do you guys listen to? All sorts. Mostly old American hip-hop. Right, right, right. Old 90s New York. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for me it differs. Like when I'm making music, I try and just listen to stuff that I would sample, basically. Right. Um, But when I'm, like at the moment, I've just got the new Danny Brown album, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I've been a fan of his. Like he does a lot of different type of things, but I think he's a real talented MC. I mean, 
it sounds like one of those cliche answers, but I try and keep my ear open to everything. Yeah. I kind of have to. I, I need to know what's going on. Do you know the thing about Daddy Brown is, right? And I think the thing about really good stuff is that it's almost like, uh, it's not quite an acquired taste, but you have to click into that, yeah, that yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Danny Brown, for example, I'll be like, like listening, going, this is fucking wicked. And then I'll say to like a mate, I'll check this track out and then I'll, I'll play it. And I'm tuning into it and I think it's amazing. And he <laughs> yeah. look at me like, it's yeah. not even yeah. fucking yeah. music, mate. Like, what? It's just like, screaming. Oh, no. It's just screaming, isn't it? It's the voice as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Someone's not used to that voice and he's like, ar, ar, ar. Yeah. Like, sort of, like a big seal. Like, but he's so sick. Bro. He, yeah. yeah, he's dope. Like, he's, I don't remember the name of the tune because I've just had it on my phone, but there's one track where he's sort of describing a scene where he's just had a three set. The way he tells the story, I don't know if it is a true story, but he's one of those rappers that makes you feel like it is a very true story. Like every yeah. word is like you can picture what he's talking about. Maybe that maybe I'm just ultra tuned in, like you're saying. But yeah. I think he's he's sick. Yeah, but I do I do I do think that's a sign of a great album. Like I talked about it before, but I remember like I used to play Cannibal Ox to Fred. Mm. I remember like my mm. my wife hearing me listen to Cannibal Ox. She said, "I don't even understand." <laughs> the fuck. That's Why? another a quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dope uh, as fuck though. Oh man, hip hop gripes. Is there any stuff that you don't? Is was there anything about hip hop you don't like? I'm not really down with all that trap. Like, yeah, yeah. That kind of tinny 808s and just tinny little hats going crazy. And just that mumble, that, that whole new mumble shit. Yeah. Is I that mean, the biggest, is that the who, biggest yeah. thing right now in hip hop like, in America? That mumble some, sort of... What are some artists' examples? Like Future, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that little yachty guy. He does a weird That thing. little yachty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, listen, what is that? Dude, little yachty. Right, this mm. is amazing, right? So, you know, they do like the like Hot 9-7, they do like the come in and do freestyles and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 bro, yeah. If you guy. look up little yachty... Like, oh, I've seen oh, that. Oh, my God. We asked him to freestyle. Yeah. The, the, uh, he's got... <laughs> Honestly, I'm rapping better now in this conversation than that. He's just got fucking like, like I don't know if it's possible to have negative skills, yeah. but the guy like, it's incredible, man. Go, okay, um, uh, hey, young nigga from the west side of town, got a young nigga from the west side of town, red hair, gold teeth, but a nigga not a clown. I'm trying to think what to do. I don't know. I'm not a rapper. Yo, wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. Do you know what really gets me about that video? He's got like a little schoolgirl laugh when you yeah. can't remember his voice. Like, <laughs> and then stops and then raps again. I mean, man, again, I don't really get mad at anyone for doing what they do now, but it, it was kind of funny to watch. The thing is, is that I, I remember like when I like used to go, like used to go to battles like jump off, yeah, or, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, all of these sort of things. You used to battle, didn't you? I, 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 I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. He did jump off and shit. Yeah, I was. Oh, no, but shit, I was yeah, shit. Yeah. I was shit. I was shit. I was shit. Right. So anyway. So, <laughs> We'll get back You're to moving that. on very quickly, yeah, mate. No, we'll move so, on. So, jump off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know that 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 the environment was so not hostile is the wrong word, but well, it was so pressure, high pressure, high pressure, it? right? Yeah, yeah. So you felt like if somebody didn't have it's similar to when somebody's doing their first get, well, like when the mm. open spot comes on at a comedy yeah. night, whatever. Like you think like if you haven't got the skills, you're gonna get the crowd are just gonna eat Spons, you up, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then that's the thing that hit me about that little yachty thing because I thought he can't have ever rapped in public before because yeah. like if he if he'd have ever gone to like a battle and like that's done that, 
Yeah. He would have got fucking slaughtered. Do you when, know what I mean? Like, it's I heard mad. an interesting thing. Like, they said, you know, when Ed Sheeran blew up, they said one of the biggest advantages he had is the fact that he had played shitloads of gigs yeah. um, before he blew up. So he was so used to that performance aspect. And I think with someone like Little Yachty, he's gotten famous off making weird videos on the internet. Yeah. So, like you say, he hasn't actually had the experience to perform. And I mm. think that is actually mm. exactly what it is. Mm. It's funny, but it's, I think it's absolutely true. It's just like with with rappers, I just think it's so amazing when like, especially I think those radio interviews and like that they do that they really it really highlights it where they go right, we're just going to drop a beat and I just want it to flow over the top of it and it's incredible, and you just think that is sort of almost your trade, your base skill. Do you know what I mean? You're taking mm. into something. And then like to see somebody it's so openly not have that, I found crumbling. it like, inc- and he wasn't, he wasn't even particularly embarrassed. That's the thing. He wasn't particularly embarrassed about it. I would have started so crying. He didn't give a shit. No, yeah. he was just he like, really you know, didn't give like, a shit. No, being able to rap, that's old school. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was sort of, that was almost his attitude. I like, think he came out and said, uh, like an open letter to all old rappers you have to accept the times are changing yeah. really to that like. but it's like going to cyclists you, like a new cyclist came out and he can't ride a bike and, 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 then, and then he says to all of the other, like, all your old Olympians you have to accept this is the way it's moving yeah, now, yeah, not, all of us, now. not all of us That's can balance on a bike analogy, like, what the fuck are you talking about you ride bikes with your feet now guys <laughs> 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 
you have to keep a certain degree of responsibility, I think. But I don't know, man. Like, it's like, do the fans really care or do they just want to get pictures and see now? Has it changed that much where people aren't as judgmental? They just want to get drunk and party. Well, I don't, I don't know. I think it just depends on the artist, you know, because like, I think like if you're going to see, I don't know, Kanye or someone like that, like, I guess the people that you're getting to go and watch Kanye are people that just want to be excited yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, room, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're watching like an underground artist that you're in love with, like not being funny but most of the time when I used to get hip hop gigs nobody I knew knew who the fuck this person was so if yeah. I, even if I yeah. got a photo of me like tugging him off nobody's going to give a shit because <laughs> they're just like I don't even know who that dude is do you know what I mean so like it wasn't even about the celebrity thing about it it's just like I want to be hearing this record live yeah. I mean a lot of the time it just it just was like you just think I can't fucking believe I've, paid, I've come out <laughs> to watch this and like, I can't even hear the vocals and the other thing yeah. is like it's an advert right it's an advert for like what you do oh yeah yeah. And like my my wife is like not really into it. I I remember like I take her to most hip hop shows. I won't take her to, but I took her to see the Roots, and their live show is just like amazing. Yeah, right? I can imagine. And she left being a fan. Like she's like mm. bought like you know she's like yeah. I, she's like a Roots fan now. And like you just sort of think not everybody that comes to a gig is going to be someone that's heard all of your records before. They're going to be someone that's come along yeah. with someone. That, do you know what I mean? It's like hundred percent, especially at festivals as well. Yeah, well, yeah. festivals. Got, yeah, but well, like the high focus shows. There's some pretty hardcore high focus fans. They come, even if you can't, even if the sound's shit, yeah. they still know so many of the words yeah, they yeah, can yeah. make out what, you know, what's being said. I remember I went to see uh years ago, I went to Essential Festival. I don't know if you remember this. No, I don't know. It's uh good name. Yeah. <laughs> I think you it was have to go. Yeah. I think it was essential. That's what they changed it to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, first the of all, it was like optional. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. The ticket sales were just shit. And then they just sort of got to step it up. Do you know what I mean? But, um, like, so I went and, and Jerry the Dam- they had a hip hop tent there. Jerry mm. the Damager was on. And obviously, like, you know, I was excited to see Jerry the Damager. But, like, a lot of the crowd didn't know who he was. And then he was, like, throwing the mic out to the crowd and people weren't knowing the words. Oh, that's painful. And he just, painful. he stormed off. Really? Like, like, yeah, partway through the set, he just went, fuck Shit. this, you're not giving me... Like you're not giving me anything back. I can't really bother. He is quite good live, actually. We've seen. Yeah, we've done see, a few that's, shows. That's with him, the thing. Actually. Like, yeah, because he was at Outlook Festival. Uh, him and the Beat Nuts. Yeah. And he killed it. Like yeah. he, he really like he had you know where he does the come clean. He's like, uh oh, heads up, because yeah, we're yeah. dropping some shit. He spread that between three sections of the audience. So one section was like, uh oh. <laughs> I think he's right. been doing that for years, but anyway, yeah, yeah. it really no, worked. No, imagine that. Imagine that. And then no and one's one of the it. sections doesn't know what the fuck you're on about. <laughs> Uh-oh. Guys, it's fucking heads up. <laughs> yeah. Just sort it out. But then, yeah, but then that's a good question. Do you need to be adaptable? Because, like, we have, like, I've been in that experience before where, you know, one time where you've got the whole crowd saying every word, it's easy. You yeah. almost don't have to do much. And then another time where the crowd don't know anything, but that's when you, you can't storm off. You have to raise your game. Yeah. Nothing against Jerry. That's one of my heroes. Yeah. So I don't know the situation. No, 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 no. There, but I mean, I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, that's what I mean. I'm not, you know. Oh, of course, have, of course. He yeah. might have. He might have just found out that his car had broken down. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But like the thing. <laughs> so I don't know. I t- <laughs> it's difficult to tell. You know, he might have been going from difficult. You know. He might have had, he might have sustained some damage. I, d- I don't know. I'm just, I'm not criticising him. He's a legend. Do you know oh, what no, mean? of course, yeah, and that, uh, yeah, but no, he's. Uh... But he was upset. But you know, the thing is, the thing is, is that I've done on being on tour at the moment. What you see is sometimes the audience don't know that they're not being as good as another audience mm. that you gig to. Mm. So, like, yeah, yeah. for example, I've just come off like I did nine dates in a row, right? So, like. 
you can see it. If you do Sunday, like I did, uh, like London on Friday, and then I did, and I did Woking on Sunday, right? Now, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. London on Friday was better in terms of oh, it was louder. The audience were more up for it on that one than Woking on Sunday. But Woking on Sunday, Woking on Sunday, <laughs> they only fucking know their experience of the show. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, so even though you're sort of going, oh, mate, this is like, this feels like lower energy than the other one. They don't know. No, they just go, this is Woking, mate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I think I've just said Woking more times in the last minute than I have in my entire life, I reckon. Have you ever had any really shit shows where you just died on your ass? Yeah. Can't imagine Late, that. Like recently? Uh, no. I'll no, tell you when you do get them. I'll tell you when you do get them is when you do like corporate awards. Oh, gigs, right. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so what it is no, is like... It's not you, there for you. Yeah. So yeah. you do like, you do 20 minutes at the top and then you present 40 awards for like building and health and safety regulations, right? So, the dream. Rock and roll. Yeah. So <laughs> you go on and um, it's just, you just fucking die like some some of them are good but some of them you like you're just not getting anything mm. and like and then you think i don't even know if they're going to applaud when i say thank you good night <laughs> have, you, you, ever, have you ever stormed off in that scenario like no i've never i have i have never actually i haven't touched wood i mean it might happen tomorrow night but i've not over and no i've never just popped the glitter there you go finale gone no i've never stormed off i felt like it but then at the same time if you don't do your time then that's the only way they can't pay you sort of thing yeah true yeah i know like uh you won't mind me saying this but rob beckett uh, he was doing a corporate and he was supposed to do 30 and 20 minutes in it started to go really badly like they were just being arseholes and he goes I'm going to be honest with you I only get paid if I do 30 so I'll stand here in silence for 10 minutes I don't give a shit mate I'm good doing the set good lad anyone around good yeah. lad no no it, all, it ended horribly uh, he was in hospital for a couple of months anyway Rob hope you're alright um, no I'm joking plug one plug two guest plugs for you so uh, um what are you up to at the moment? Are you on? T- are you touring or what's the deal at the moment? We're going to Australia next week. Going to Australia next yeah. week. Yeah, man. For a couple of weeks. Oh, How long are you going? Five for? shows. You just two. said a couple. Literally, just said a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what's the Australian That's movement two weeks. like? Big. Yeah. Yeah, we've been um, like high focus. Have done uh, tours there before, and uh, it's the first time the four hours have got to go out. And I think outside of the UK, that's our biggest audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's weird how it, you just pockets of fans pop up and we've got like a massive audience in Greece yeah in Greece yeah, yeah Athens for, we played for, like for whatever sold out amazing like theatres and shit serious it's crazy, yeah. yeah yeah it's weird oh, that was so patronising the way I thought, you <laughs> doing a sold Greece. out theatre you're just in jealous Greece. mate yeah. you're, you're not I mean, yeah. next week Romish is nobody in Greece <laughs> yeah but I've got no profile <laughs> but then Australia's like they've been asking for us to come out for a while so I, I don't know I'm expecting it to be pretty fucking great but yeah. who yeah. knows who knows I'm just going to go and then do, is it just you do you have like is it a, like a load of you going out it's is fu- it? just four, four hours, hours and DJ yeah. mad nice yeah. yeah and will you have a, like a local support act or some shit there'll I think be, yeah, in I every, think there every town there'll be a support act I guess yeah. yeah to be honest I haven't paid close enough attention to who those people are yeah. but I'm looking Maybe forward to checking out, <laughs> yeah. check out. <laughs> I don't Might know a lot I don't know a lot of Oz hip hop actually <laughs> but uh. what's nerve wracking for me in that situation is if they really like they really fucking nail it. Does that put the, the sport act? Yeah. 
Does that put pressure on or do you like it? Oh, I know, I love it. Yeah, of yeah, course. For me, yeah, for me. I like me, seeing it thriving, really. Yeah, like, the, nah. for example, <laughs> really, <laughs> totally opposite to my, if I see a support act smashing it, I'm just like, fucking, you're not doing this again, mate. Yeah, but I just know that we'll go and smash <laughs> it harder. Just <laughs> make us smash it harder, No, I don't have that faith yeah. in my ability. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have that self-belief. I just think, oh God, this is going to be tough. This cunt's absolutely ripping it. So have you ever done it then where the support smashed it and you've done a lukewarm show and you've just been like, fuck. Um, it probably has I mean in my head it hasn't happened but it probably has done I mean the audience have already gone Jesus Christ bring the other fucking guy back out uh, I've had, but I think support is hard oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah 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 I no mean, one's I, there to see you I yeah. supported I supported Sean Walsh for a long time right? oh yeah and he found it hilarious when I died on my ass. and I remember once we were doing a gig and I was playing to fucking nothing and all I could hear was just him cackling at the back of the room. <laughs> oh, it was that's cool. cool. That's crazy. Cool. <laughs> that's something Welcome mad nice would do. Like. True, yeah. <laughs> so that's wicked then. And then are you working on any new like records and stuff? Yeah, we've all got solo. Like there's a Flip Tricks album coming out in November. Leaf yeah. Dog's got a new solo and I'm working on a new solo as well. Um, but now those are all kind of wrapped up, so I'm hoping we're going to finally... It's so hard to bring... Because we all live in different places as well, the four hours. So yeah. it's, it really is like a massive, massive undertaking to even start work on an album. That's why it always takes us about three years. Will you always record together or do you do it separately and send stuff across? Or no, it? we'll always record together. And we try and write together as much as we can too. Um, I mean, we'll, sometimes we'll just come up with concepts and ideas and then we'll each take it away and do our bits and come back together to record. But I think it's important as a group that we need to be in the same room, like yeah. rather than sending in verses. I just think it wouldn't work. With regards to like verses and stuff like that, do you, when you, to say for example, you're touring your 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 current stuff, and then you come to sit down to work on something new, are you thinking I just want to create new stuff, or are you thinking I want these this to be better? Like, are you trying to move your your style on? Or are you trying to progress with what you're doing? Or do you feel like you've got that nailed now and you're just trying to like push on with new material? It's both. I mean, we just want to evolve what we already do. I mean, yeah. I think we have a specific sound that, that people like. And obviously we don't want to make the same album again because that's just, you know, that's going to die eventually. But I do think there's a certain formula that works for us. And it's just about finding the right lane to do the same thing, but just evolve it ever yeah. so slightly. And, and usually that happens with us just growing older and having different shit to talk about. I think that's what's benefited me as an MC is just like, you know, I was a bit of a dick when I was younger. <laughs> no, yeah. was a, a, what do you mean when you were younger? Me, <laughs> hey, hey. But, you know, I just think hey, hey. over time I found my style and I think, yeah, th with the group, I don't know, man. I really don't know. There's, there's no rhyme or reason to it. We just get together and make music. And the, the, the main thing is we need to make shit that we're all really happy with, that we know. Like, when you make a tune that's good, you just know. Like, when we made, um, like, say, Not Like Before, for example, we just knew it would do well. Like, Life yeah. in the Balance, we knew it would do well. And those are the songs that did well. And you kind of, over years, you get that sense where you know if it's not good enough. And if right. it's not good enough, we just won't put it out. Like, I don't want any half-assed albums. Yeah, yeah. So whether or not the fans like it, you can guarantee that anything we put out, is a, we believe in it 100%. Like that's that'll always be the case. This is the bit where kids listen to hip hop. I'm trying to um get my kids into hip hop, right? So um so I started off by playing a bit of De La Soul. So now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play one of your tracks to my kids and then we're gonna get their reaction and we're gonna put it on the podcast. Okay, like have it. you got nice. a particular track that you want me to because it's very important, it's my kids' first exposure to Ooh. four hours. Um friendly. 
I, I would say life in the balance because I don't, you know, ah, I don't, that's I, a bit slow that one. Yeah, but I don't want to put on like assassination, you know, just <laughs> completely. No, but that's yeah, good. They'll learn yeah. the word assassination then, won't they? Yeah, yeah but I don't want them to learn loads of other bad. I, like I try not to play my kids too much swearing at the moment. Yeah. So I don't know how you are on swearing. Well, my wife and I have very different views on this. I think yeah. it's totally fine. She's opposed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Okay, well, I would say life in the balance. Okay, I life, would, I say life in the balance. <laughs> Say hello, boys. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm about to play to them four owls, and we're going to see what they think. Like a leaf clings to a tree. The world is well balanced like karma is. Do you fight freedom on the front line where the army is? Or in your mind, open in the left part of this. I feel it in between my bones, just like the cartilage. When I'm part in this world, I won't be sad. The true gift was the blessing of life that I've had. You can think that I'm mad. Oh, leaves are some hit issues. It took a lot of changes in me to consider it. Inspired by an old ancient manuscript. Okay, we just listened to Life in the Balance by Four Owls. Uh, two boys are here. Uh, what did you think? I thought one out of ten, it's the best song I've ever heard so far. Hold on, it's the best song you've ever heard so far, and you're giving it one out of ten? No, ten out of ten. Ten sorry. out of ten, okay. And what did you think of it? Um, we should go home and go play some songs. Yeah, but what did you think of this song? It was good. It was good? What did you like about it? Um, I liked when that did the bum thing. What bum thing? <laughs> it did the bum thing. What are you talking about? Are you going to record that one? Yeah. What are you talking about, the bum thing? <laughs> it was on that song. What song? What did it say? What the bum one? thing? What? When did they say bum in the song? Um, the next bit. <laughs> crazy. So what would you give out of ten? Um, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. And what about you? Okay, so that is what my boys think of Life in the Balance by the Four Owls. Say bye. Bye! If I can see your bright sky shine with my eyes shut. Wicked, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, that was they, well. They oh, that, really that was good. Yeah. What a good selection. Like that. that was great, man. It. Speaking of your kids, you know one of your children headbutted me in the balls once? What? Yep. Are you being? Are you shitting yeah, me right serious. now? Serious. What a fucking random. I know. What a random. Co- Ran did, straight into my balls. When did this happen? Latitude Festival about two years ago. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, really? This is yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the year, yeah, the year we played. So we, me and my wife were standing outside the comedy tent. I right. think I think we might have just seen you. You just before you gone on. Right, right, right. And uh, we were just standing outside having a drink. All of a sudden, this little kid just goes bang straight into my balls, and I was right. like, what the fuck? I looked over and you were standing there just Laughing. chatting to someone. You kind of looked at me and just kind of went, oh, kind of rolled your eyes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Cheers, that sounds like, Cheers, that sounds like, that sounds like hands on level of parenting. <laughs> Shit, what a weird connection that is. Wow. Yeah. Um, honestly, mate, they were a fucking nightmare that yeah, whole man. weekend. Um, anyway, listen, guys. Brave man taking them to latitude. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know, it was a mistake. It was a mistake in hindsight. Um, listen, thank you so much for coming. Look, honestly, I mean this. I think what you guys do is brilliant, and thank you very uh, much, we'd man. love to have Appreciate you back on in the future. And whenever you've got new stuff out or whatever, just come back on. We'd love yeah. to have you back. No, on. thanks, man. Again, big up for the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice to see. Love cool. Cheers, man. Thank nice you. Bye bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 